Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. The fluff from a poplar is a fire hazard and so therefore it's a naughty tree. It's episode number 243. Yeah, Tom's Tom, your face wasn't happy with that one. Is that because you were unaware that the poplar tree was a fire hazard? Uh, yeah, I had no. I'm not very good on my what trees set on fire. Yeah, I thought all well, trees pretty much set on fire. Well, no, this specifically, Tom, the fluff, which is the the like the the pollen from a, a poplar tree, it is particularly nasty. And in some cities, they used the poplar tree to decorate broad avenues, only for them to flower and then be a real nightmare when they easily catch fire in the heat. So there you what go. The fuck going on? Pod is good. It's a tree pod. It's a tree pod, Dave. Because guess what? There's been no real football. But you're here. Are you well? Yeah, I'm good. Um, something. Uh, oh, you wouldn't believe how good I am. Um, Amazing. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. Sorry. You heard Tom as well. Tom, you are here. Are you? Are you doing nice? Yes. Good. <laughs> And taking the place of Tony, who is once again still very upset about, I don't know, Scotland doing bad in the Euros or something. Uh, it's been a while, but Ben Rowley, hello. Poplar trees on fire. Your podcast is terrified. <laughs> I feel like I had to do a song because it's Tony, right? If I'm replacing Tony, I have to sing a song. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, I don't. when was the last time we... I mean, it's it's like... What when the podcast was in double figures rather than triple that you were? Oh, I on remember, a pod, right? Or maybe not. I remember speaking to Dave. We we did a crossover special, but that was mm. literally the dawn of the pandemic. So yeah, oh. we branched out. Mm. We were making jokes about <laughs> you know how we'll be out of isolation in three weeks, and pretty soon we're going to need a passport to be able to go into a football game. So that's good. <laughs> oh well, God, is this GB News edition of? I'm sat- the no. well, just because I'm here. <laughs> Bloody-, <laughs> Bloody freedoms being curtailed. <laughs> well, I mean, it's nice to have you here, Ben. So thank you for coming along and and chatting chatting to us. No football this week, uh, so it, it seems to be a good time to discuss uh, the the window that was the transfer window that Stoke have just undergone uh, now that it is firmly shut the window um we can cast an eye over the business that the club's done and i don't know if you guys agree with me but generally i'm really positive about how this window's gone um like super positive i can't think of many more things they could have done right are we how are we feeling to any of you well, I think we're stunned silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, uh, Ben, you're you're here. So how yes. how do you feel about the window? I'm here, and I'm feeling good about the window. Um, who wouldn't feel good about the window? I mean, it's. I'm sure we'll get onto this later, but it it's just it's not been very Stoke City, has it? Um, <laughs> for somebody for a club that's relied on experience and shelling out lots of money to be able to succeed, we've done the opposite of that we've taken I wouldn't say they're gambles we've just made good promising signings that aren't necessarily the best today but will be in the future and the players we've cleaned out I mean this has been 
something that the club has clearly seen coming for a while with the way they've lined up the contracts to go. But I thought I'd do a, a little tally of the wages that that, that we've sent out. Um, I think there's 14 players on a significant wage that have gone. And I've worked it out based on looking at random transfer websites and the such. I think it's £319,000 a week we've let go. Um, wow. That's 16.6 million a year. I know, give or take or whatever, there's there's extra fees in there, but... That's... I mean, that is insane. Like, yeah. I hadn't even considered how much that is, like, per annum. That is a huge amount of money. And that's with no transfer fees. I mean, we got Collins as, I think, the only reasonable transfer fee in there, but there yeah. might have been others sneaking in there. It It's just been somehow we probably made money out of this and we have a much better team <laughs> and you would you would assume that the the new guys who have come in are not going to be on anywhere near the wage that say i don't know uh moritz bauer or even even bruno people who are on premier league wages you're going to assume that the i don't know your sam surridges have come in and are not on massive massive i mean still going to be big figures compared to what the rest of us earn isn't it but like I mean that's a real positive. That is that is huge. Um, just uh, to list the names of people who have gone, uh, then and obviously there's a crop of young players who um, get released every year. But the big hitters are Kevin Vimmer has gone, uh, Liam Lindsay, Ryan Woods, Nathan Collins, as you mentioned, went for a fee. Uh, Jordan Cousins gone, Moritz Bauer has gone or has he? Uh, John Obi Mikel, Bruno Martins, Indy, Badu and Die. Um, Sam Vokes, Lee Gregory, and James McLean. And then there is Lasse Sorensen in there as well. That's, I mean, that some of those players were starters like 18 months ago and like key parts of the team. You think James McLean um, was player of the season. Um, and I don't think anyone would disagree that it was the right time for him to, to, to move on. I mean, Tom, I know you like James McLean, but the players there, you can't argue with any of them going right. No, and I think the impressive thing is how many of them are actually like gone, or if they've gone on a loan, it seems like they've they've not just been shipped off to Turkey because that seems to be where uh, loanees from English clubs who don't want them send their players. They've gone. So Etebo is a perfect example of that. He went to Galatasaray last season and just didn't really get in the squad, and that makes sense. Galatasaray are a massive club who are playing regular European football the likelihood of Etebo being able to step up from being one of the best players in the championship to a Champions League footballer is questionable if it's ever going to work. But his move to Watford with um, an option to buy at the end of that seems to make way more sense because, yeah, that step up probably makes way more sense and he maybe fits their style a bit more and we actually care about that because, and I think this is probably a theme that's going to run through the rest of this pod, that it seems that we have a transfer team now who who think about these things rather than just go, right, what shits want to have our shits? Um, so that's good. And then we've also worked out on the free contracts and the sort of agreeing to end people's contracts to get your Vokes, your Gregory's, your McLean's, um, your Wimmers, your Bowers, out the door. Um, <laughs> a, 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 and again, that seems like something we've just been, I guess that's that's a, a contractual thing because we've reached the end of most of their contracts this season. So um, 
we don't lose any more any more money than we would do on the accounts um, by doing mm. that this season. Because if you do that before the end of the contract, the rest of the amortization money for transfer fee and contract fee spread across the period of the initial contract, um, you lose the seasons that are remaining of that. So you get to the last season, and it, it doesn't hurt the accounts to get rid of them this year. Mm. That's, I mean, yeah, another another financial position I'd, I'd not even really considered i simply was considering it that these are these are players who clearly had no future with us who didn't see themselves long term with us and so from a from a i don't know a morale point of view or whatever it's good to to move move some of these players on in terms of finances i think it was quite well known that as a club we were going to need to look to change something um and so, I mean, you can't can't complain can't complain too much. I mean, the big one that you can look at and be oh a bit sad about um, is Nathan Collins moving on. Uh, but then, I don't know, Dave. Even for a decent fee, it's kind of one of those where I'm not really that upset. Yeah, are you? I, th- I think the reason we're not particularly upset is that Burnley haven't signed one of our best players they're they're paying that fee for the player he might be in two or three seasons maybe maybe one or two seasons but i don't think if we consider ben wilmot was signed like literally a couple of days after wasn't he um if we consider ben wilmot as his replacement we've arguably right now got a better player than nathan collins and uh, there's and he's he's still only rel- relatively young as Wilmot. So, um, like, don't get me wrong. I, I like Nathan Collins, and I think he will be, especially if he's, you know, getting getting his minutes in under Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche will will teach you in the fine arts of the Burnley <laughs> way. Um, so, I think he will be a, a a good player, Nathan Collins, and will have a career uh, in the Prem. But it's not like if if we, I'm trying to think of a player. If you took them out of the team, probably Nick Powell. It's not like they've signed a Nick Powell from us. They've not signed or a, or a Tyrese Campbell. It's not like they've signed like a talismanic well, player for us. Or even even I would say I think the bigger loss to this team in defence would have been Harry Souter. Like I think if you, yeah if they'd have gone for him rather than Collins, I think that's a bigger loss, right? Yeah, because that's the thing. We we aren't replacing Nathan Collins as a centre back. We're pretty much on last season replacing him as a as a right back because that's where he played the majority of his football last season and I think I've said it before it's it yeah it's desperately hard to replace Collins as a center back we seem to have done it which is a bit weird but as a right back he wasn't an outstanding right back in the championship yeah he's very good defensively but he's not a right back he's a center back playing no, there no. but you know we'll fit in nicely with with the Burnley way of playing, much like Tony Pulis just playing dif- centre backs in your back four mm. in every position, and it, it yeah. just works. But Bur- Burnley <laughs> essentially, essentially play eleven variations of Phil Bardsley in every position. <laughs> he seems a bit too <laughs> handsome for Burnley. Oh yeah, that, that, good <laughs> point. I mean? uh, they, they've 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 had some they've had some rugged lads. Um, rugged, Jay, yeah. I wouldn't say Jay Rodriguez was a Jay Rodriguez wow, was yes. a handsome fella. Um, but I think <laughs> was it Burnley's for Burnley? Mm, yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, bit embarrassing for Sean Dykes that he tried to order Cornetto and accidentally signed a Leon left back. But um, 
apart from that, uh, yeah, oh god, I think Burnley's team sheet from like last week had like three ex Stoke fullbacks in it. So Collins, <laughs> Barsley, and Peters. Amazing. And Peters is playing in the, on the wing in the Premier League still, and I don't understand what's going on. Um, that's good. I was just looking at um, the, a day which will live in infamy, the 3-1 defeat at Leeds on our first game back in the Championship. There are two mm. players from the, not just the starting 11, but the whole match day squad who are still at the club. Uh, Tom Ince, who's uh, sort of been, I don't know, demoted to... Milk monitor, I think. Uh, and uh, Joe <laughs> Allen, who, of course, is just... Yeah. He's always there. Yeah. He's always there. Um, you're here forever. <laughs> yes, exactly. But if if we look at that team, which, you know, we had on... I think on paper, you know, we were... Well, we were so hyped. when we Remember how yeah, hyped yeah, you were yeah. when we saw this team sheet for that Leeds game? You thought, oh, this is very, very bloody exciting. Um, like how, many, how many of these would we actually want if they were like willing to play and you know uh you know still committed to the cause i suppose butland bauer shawcross martins indy peters would we would we say any of those we'd we'd take we'd take right now um alan and die a tabo like and die in a tabo like good players yeah, well, I think because I, I was going to, I was going to ask the question: Is there anyone of the players who've gone out either permanently or on loan who you kind of feel a, a, a sense of regret about? And for me, I think, and, and um, I think uh, Atebo and is Endai gone? Is he, is, well, we got rid of him ages ago. But I think like Atebo is kind of one of those players who, oh, if only because he he clearly is a a, a talented footballer. Um, and I'm just sad that I don't know it, it, it didn't work out for for a player like him. Um, yeah, the but... um, the midfield destroyer has not been something we've really that's ever really worked for us. I'm thinking back to like sort of Imbula being a classic example of like we just can't seem to get them to stick around, or no. or it just doesn't work out, or there's just something not quite happening, or we or we're really shit and we don't know what to do with them. <laughs> Um, well, I think I think it was almost a, with with uh, with the Tebo. I think it was a case of being promised one thing and then it not achieving. And like, I, I think clearly we sold the vision of no, we'll go back up. Don't worry, we'll be a Premier League team. You'll be playing in the Premier League, and it just didn't happen. Did we did do it, that really? to everybody though? Really? I mean, <laughs> even the people like like uh, I, I guess Avobe, for example. He must have seen mm. this as a chance to shoot back to the Premier League. And you could tell eight eight games in, we weren't going to do that. He was class for the first half of the <laughs> first season. And as soon as half those players realised they weren't getting back to the Premier League the first time of asking, they give up. And you mm. could see that. And I'm not saying I understand because there's a level of professionalism you need. And you see what happened at Fulham a couple of seasons ago. They were 18th, I think, at Christmas. And then they went up. It, it, Clearly, our transfer policy then was not good enough, and hopefully, it's changed now. I mean, I mean, hopefully, uh, certainly from the outside looking in, it looks like new people in place has directed us in a in a better direction. And as you said, rather than going down like a tried and tested route, where we're not buying risky players, but we're looking to reinvest that money in players who 
perhaps still have some way to grow will be worth more than we're paying for them initially now um it's i mean i i feel really positive about it i think some people maybe hoped that the money for from collins would get reinvested in as always some magic striker who doesn't exist but i don't know i just i just feel looking at it as as a project this is so much better than it was under rower or nathan jones how we're how Mm. we're approaching how we're approaching things i mean tom from a like a holistic point of view i I think that's good that's the that's the the subtle difference in what we're we're not promising players promotion anymore but we're explaining that, that that's the goal i think that's the the really subtle difference and i do slightly disagree with the tried and tested route a lot of the players we signed are exciting, different to what Stoke would normally sign. Um, but Sam Surridge played a role in Swansea getting to a playoff semi-final. Ben Wilmot played half a season in a team who got promoted with the best defence in the league. Francic has been promoted twice with Norwich. Um, and, and Sawyers got promoted with West Brom and was in the team of the season, I think. Yeah, these players don't feel very stoked because they do things that aren't very stoked and we have got the riskier players like Seema, who I'm certain none of us know anything about. Mm. Um but yeah, it, it's like we've we've gone for the tried and tested route, but instead of going, Oh look, Tom Ince and James McLean and Benicophobe, <laughs> they're really good tried and tested championship players. Oh no, don't actually look at their records in the championship. Please don't do that. Um we've actually gone for the ones who help A help the team and B help the team because they know how to win and get promoted. Yeah, it's that nice balance between like certainly some I'd say majority are sort of tried and tested to various extents, but outside of Vrancic they're all on the young Vrancic and Soyuz perhaps they're all on the younger side and um they've still got potential to grow, so they've still got sort of there's the sort of building towards the future element. And I think a point that should be made here is these signings are looking very, very good um, right now in the context of us having played five games and uh, being in the top six of the league and having started really well. Like, Ostergaard's, you know, um, started off brilliantly. Um, Wilmot started off really well. Surridge has got some goals under his belt already. And so I think if we hadn't had an amazing start to the season, say we're about mid-table, I think what we would be saying on this podcast would be like give it time like let this team grow and gel together and the fact that they have hit the ground running to the extent they have is don't want to say lucky but very fortunate and there's there's an easy scenario in which this team does take quite a while while to gel and and so I think a lot of the sort of praise for this transfer window is coming in the context of Oh, we've they've they've just hit the ground running and won three of their first five games. So, um, if it if we do sort of wobble a bit in September, not that I think we will, but if we do sort of wobble a bit, then by all means, like let's be patient and remember the fact that these are a, a young team that just is is sort of growing together, if you like. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a. I mean, that's a very good way of looking at it um looking at the players we've brought in then uh, to list off the names uh the the full-on transfers ben wilmot as we mentioned uh, mario vrancic i can't say it someone say it vrancic vrancic 
Uh huh. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Sam Surridge uh, and then uh, D'Amico Dehaney were signed on deadline day after he, he'd been on trial for a while, right, with us. And then it was a case of maybe our other options at right wing back didn't come to fruition. Is it, so he's, he's been sorry, he's guys. on a short term. Is it to be? Is it to be? In my head, I've been saying Demiarco, which is probably it definitely might be wrong. Demiarco. Demi- 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 Sad. Should we ask, get him on the pod? Let's ask him. <laughs> what is your name? <laughs> What's your name? And who was ahead of you before we signed you? <laughs> Apparently, we also signed uh, Jack Bonham from Gillingham on a free goalkeeper. That is, and Max McCarthy from Congleton Town, Clones. which I believe is the, under twenty threes. Under twenty three signing, yes. Uh, and then on loan, we brought in uh, Leo Ostergaard, uh, Romain Sawyer's and Abdallah Seema from Brighton, who made the move to Brighton from Slavia Prague. And yeah, is is an interesting deadline day signing. I mean, they're all quite, I don't know. It's so great to have a, comp- well, it's so great to have like an unknown quantity in there. I think that's what makes Seema so exciting is the fact that no, we haven't seen him play in the English leagues at all. Mm-hmm. And like, he could be really good. He could be, he could be awful. But there's there's just that sense of that that not knowing. Yes, we've seen him score in the uh, Europa League against Leicester, and um, obviously his record in the Czech league is is decent. Um, it's not checkered. It's not checkered. See, mm. that's that's why Jeez. everyone listens to us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I meant by that. Um, yeah, but. Uh, just I, I, it's like when a World Cup starts and you don't know anything about one of the teams. It's yeah, like yeah. that, just like excitement of, oh, maybe he's amazing. <laughs> maybe he's going to be like, like Bangor or someone who just signed completely out of nowhere and then disappears again. I don't know. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, some of these players, obviously, we've seen them now have a have a good few games for us. Um, and as you said, I think, Dave, like, they seem to have started well. We seem to have quite a good bond of players. Um, uh, ben, was there any areas in particular you looked at before we started the window and thought we need to improve? And did we? Did we do it? Um, yes. And yes. I'm not just going to leave it there. Um, yeah, clearly, in front of goal, we were crap last season especially in the second half I, I fell asleep during most of the live streams um, and we signed did we sign three strikers in the end with Seema I think we did didn't we like if you count so Surridge Surridge Seema Seema maybe I'm miscounting maybe I'm just getting too you, I mean if you count Campbell Campbell he's, Campbell's he's like, like, like a new like like exactly exactly um, <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe negative Sam Vokes is also a striker as no. well. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. Um, negative Lee Gregory's finishing as well. <laughs> and um, Benigaphobi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we signed a right back that, like, Tommy Smith isn't going to be particularly scared of, but we certainly needed one. And I feel like that's. He's not the best signing of the window, but he. He's an intelligent one, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have wanted one particularly that there's like going to be unhappy sat on the bench. I think he'll be ha- happy to just sit on the bench for half a season and then if he's good, happy days, Tommy Smith's getting on. 
Um, the, the midfielders, we've got so much versatility in there now of what we can do. I feel like Michael O'Neill's sort of strategy this this whole time he's been here has been, can we can we adapt to suit the team we're playing against? And now I think, yes, we can completely. Not only in formation, but like, if you think of the different type of midfield at Klukas, Allen, Sawyers, Rancic are, we've not just got six number sixes anymore. <laughs> we, we've we got some <laughs> top quality, different class players. Um, and there's nobody who I've looked at and you know the feeling when you go, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Ashley Williams was one. Um, <laughs> for me, James McLean was one. Um, sorry, Tom. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone I've, everyone that's come in this window, I've gone, yes, we needed that, and I'm happy with what we've done in that in that in that specific position too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Go on, Tom. I think the strikers are definitely where it sticks out because um, I think last season we just we just didn't shoot enough. I like uh, that seems really um, <laughs> top, top, top quality now. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but it, it, in in Surridge we've signed someone who um, like just really shoots from everywhere, and that's already wearing off on some of the players. I think Jacob Brown's like shots have gone through the roof so far, and and Seema off the top of my head from reading somewhere also likes to shoot a lot. He might not do a lot else, but. Having strikers who, sh- who shoot it, it, it is good when you've had the, the list of players who we all just laughed at, and then Fletcher, <laughs> who is increasingly becoming like a dropping off striker as he gets older. He's not going to jump in behind and have a shot. And then Campbell, yeah, is 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 not necessarily a shot monster. He's a finishing monster. Um, <laughs> And another thing is, we, we, we spent like four million and made eight signings, all of who, other than Bonham, which is like mean, but you've been signed to be our third choice goalkeeper, mate, Soz, um, and maybe <laughs> maybe Duane, because he's going to be back up to Smith until January, and then Edwards is coming back, and I guess we'll have a reassessment. I don't know if Edwards will actually ever come back, but um, yeah, he's sort of a bit part, fill the role, make sure Tommy Smith can come off for 15 minutes every so often. They've all, they all will contribute to the first team, and I'd be surprised if we didn't at least see a starting eleven that includes all of them at some point in, in the near future, which just... I don't think we've had I think even in that big Jones season where there was so much churn so many new players in like there were so many who were just like Jordan Cousins you're not going to play more than 15 games for us this season and Stephen Ward I really hope you're not going to play more than 15 games for us this season <laughs> we've, we've, we've been clearly focused on making sure that O'Neill said it that, that the players we're signing make us better, but make us better where we need them to, and are a smart use of the resources we're allocating to them. Yeah, and what is quite striking about our squad now is, I think in terms of squad depth, we are among the best sides in the league. We maybe don't have the, the total amount of quality like a team like Fulham has, perhaps, or maybe a West Brom, but. Teams of squad depth, like we were saying on the pod a few weeks ago, we've basically got two in every position now. Um, like, the think of the players we could 
who haven't really been part of the the first team much this season, like Morgan Fox, uh, Danny Bart, James Chester. Um, we've got Jordan Thompson, who's come off the bench four times, and uh, uh, again, a, a player who's who's knows his job isn't going to be you know first team regular. But I'm so much more reassured when a Jordan Thompson comes on than God knows how many players we've had in the past. Um, Oakley Oakley Booth is going to come back at some point, uh, I presume as well. Um, and of course, we've got um, Tyrese. We've got a Tyrese Campbell we can throw at it, which is just like mm. in amongst all the the good vibes of the uh, the strong starts of the season and the strong transfer window, having that sort of extra club in our bag of we're just going to throw the league's best player at you now, kind of thing is uh, is very very exciting. So um, that's great, and also just kind of. There's been, I think, from O'Neill, a sense of he's given everyone a chance. He's he's not just binned off people on reputation. He, he's he's willing to give the likes of Tom Ince a, tra- a chance. He's he gave James McLean uh, a chance. And if if you if you stick at it, even if you maybe haven't torn up many trees before, you're going to get rewarded. So Jacob Brown is being rewarded now because he's stuck at it, and Josh Tyman's being rewarded because he. He's um he's sort of not not given up and fought for his place and and earned it so um that's well, that's great. Do you know what I, I put the question on on Twitter of you know who's who are people been excited about signing wise, uh, who's people's best signing that type of thing and a number of people have said capturing the new version of Josh Tymon has been a been the real the real masterclass of the transfer window. It is, but it is funny that I kind of feel. Forgive me, I can't remember who who said about Surridge having shots, but that effect of influencing other players to oh no, I'm going to do that. It feels like I don't know as a as an atmosphere. It feels like they're all very much encouraging each other to be a better version than they they previously were. Like we mentioned on the podcast before about how in previous seasons we've seemed a little bit just negative with how we pass whereas at least we seem to attempt to be trying to move the ball forward and making those riskier mm. passes now and he signed, he's, certainly... he signed Sawyers and Vrancic pretty much for that purpose hasn't he so yeah 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 so so it's to be expected that some you'd hope anyway that some players like your Josh Timons had come into the team and be like pretty I don't know confident and feeling feeling decent um there was some uh, chatter in the Twitter uh, saying um, Ben Wilmot. People are saying Ben Wilmot's uh, a, played a big part so far. Really happy with with him. Um, a few people saying that Seema could be potentially a very, very interesting player. Um, uh, who else have we got? Oh, it's people saying that uh, Joe Allen should have been moved on rather than been made captain. Um which they, he is it would be that. a dick move to make him captain and then sell him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. But I think I, I, we, it's going over old te- old ground here. But I, I think we can all agree that the intention with Joe Allen is he's he's not one that they want to sell uh, for, for whatever reason. Although Tom is putting his hand up and he's going to argue opposite. No, no, no. It, it's not really opposite. It's more that that. We've all been frustrated at seeing Alan's name on the team sheet last season when there seemed to be no justification for it. But now we actually seem to have players who are different to him 
and bring different things to the team than him and are probably just as good. I think we're all quite excited about the idea of a Sawyers, Powell, Vrancic midfield three because that would just be too saucy for us, too saucy for the league. Um, but even Sawyers in his defensive work against Fulham, I know again we were 3-0 down, he he's, seems like he's he's going to fight for that position and, and when you're competing with someone who's regularly been one of the best performers in this division over the past half a decade maybe it might happen who knows Lee you heard it here first everyone Tom is saying keep Joe Allen Joe Allen's best performances for Stoke have all come under Martin O'Neill Michael (laughs) O'Neill damn come under Martin O'Neill they never happened (laughs) it happens to the best of us Dave what team does Neil Warnock Manage now. Uh, Who knows? No one knows. Bristol, is it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> he, he manages the just the memes that he's in. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's away in London that week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to 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 finish us up then. Um, I know it's really early in the season to have a signing of the season, but looking at what we've got so far, um, Ben, who's the player that you are most excited about? Who's now at the club? Oh. Excited, uh, 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 I say excited, oh, excited or happy or mm. a positive feeling. Who's the player you have the most positives for? I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited by Seema just because of the the aspect that Dave said. It's the unknown with him, right? Um, he he could well be the new Mbappe, and we don't know it yet. Um, but he could also be. <laughs> Terrible, <laughs> and and that and that's fine because we've got so many replacements for that. I felt like if if we were relying on him, I'd be more concerned. But because we've got four of the strikers to go in his position, I'm not worried at all. Um, but in terms of the signing, I'm most happy about is probably Wilmot. Not only for the fact that we signed him for such a good fee, considering what we sold Collins for. I think, and people are going to play this back in three years and laugh at me, um, but I think he's going to go for more than Nathan Collins did. Ooh, big talk. Big talk, that, Ben. Yeah. Big talk. I'm, I'm going with it. I'm, I'm going with it. I don't get... <laughs> I don't get the chance to make big shouts on my podcast, so I'm, I'm doing it here. No. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You're sticking your, uh, your I don't know, sticking your whatever oh. analogy. <laughs> oh, don't. Don't, uh, t- t- <laughs> don't leave that out. I don't want that cut off. <laughs> Tom, Tom, is there a player in particular that you are happy we signed? Romaine Sawyers gives me the good vibes, I've decided. I didn't... Uh, when there was other names being thrown around in relation to sort of that maybe number six role, holding midfielder role, I wasn't so keen on Sawyer's. I thought, oh, maybe we need someone who's a bit more defensively grr, um, for, for lack of a better noise. Um, but Sawyer's just, oh, I've got this sneaking suspicion that he's a bit like a championship cheat code in that you sign him, you give him, you give him 35 games. And you get promoted. Like there's, there's, there's. He's got a level of uh, footballing ability that seems to sit above anyone we've had in our midfield for a long time. Maybe, maybe longer than a long time. Um, and he just seems fun. Mm, definitely, Dave. What about yourself? Um, he's Norwegian, and he's signed for Stoke for a reason. Um, I think Ostergaard could be could be fantastic. <laughs> 
Ben, have you got a game for us to play? Well, it's funny you should say that, Chris. <laughs> when did this podcast become was... CBBS? <laughs> it's, it's it's so spontaneous. No one will ever know there's been a cut. <laughs> I I didn't want to come to this uh this this invitation to come on the podcast empty-handed, so I thought I would come up with a game. Um, for for <laughs> wow, well, but for people um. For people that may not know um, who our signings might be, because um, I can understand that, because who knew who Ben Wilmot was before we signed him? Um, let's, well, you, you can choose not to. Um, let, 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 let's play the game of, based on his, uh, you must have seen him, based on his signing picture alone, so the, Stoke, so, so the picture that Stoke released when we signed this player... Um, what do you think his profession would be if he wasn't a professional footballer? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, so, um, should we do an easy one to start with? Uh, Ben Wilmot. Do we need to see the picture? Do we need to get the pictures Uh, up to see them all? You you guys may well have a good idea anyway with some of these, but feel free to to remind yourself. I'm going to look up the picture. Ben Wilmot, Stoke. Right, I've Google. got one to start with Ben Wilmot. He's a <laughs> he's a um, student radio DJ. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, bless him. He's Look he's an him. IT misfit. <laughs> 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 oh man, I am not good at this. Because they're all good answers, and now I feel on the spot. You're allowed to be what judgy, Chris. Like? You don't have to be on the fence. It's fine. I don't want to be judgy because he looks. I mean, he looks like a lovely. He looks like a lovely guy, does Ben Wilmot. But I think he probably just. He, he, he probably works in some like I don't know financial sector, just low low level. <laughs> low level, like just. I mean, he works in my job, doesn't he? That's what he does. <laughs> yeah, he's, bo- he's a bo- boring office administrator. See, I boring office administrator. I thought he was a roadie. Yeah, I can see you it. Know what I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, is, did we get go. that wrong then? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no this is really no. Um, <laughs> no, no points. Um, Mario Brancic, uh, the captain of the kissing battalion. <laughs> Just top, <laughs> top dog. Mr. Handsome. Is that a job? Probably I if you're on Love Island. He, I think he looks like no, I think he looks like one of the um you know when you go to like one of the hipster barbers and they're like they really mm. they do they'll do a nice shave for you and they're like just the stylish mm. looking man in the world. That's mm. him. He's a, like a, a hipster barber. He runs a toast cafe in Shoreditch. Yes, <laughs> because but he runs a toast cafe in Shoreditch because he he did work as an investment banker for like a period ben of Wilmot. fifteen months yes. and it and it it broke him and he decided he oh. couldn't do that so he's gone to run a toast and cereal cafe. He says he's happy. He says yes. he's happy. <laughs> it's, it's a lifestyle that everybody wants, but he doesn't. Um, I, I, I said he was a professional poker player, but I actually prefer your suggestion. Um, so we because he looks a bit Bond villainy. You, you can have a point if you want a point. Um, <laughs> a little bit Bond villainy. Uh, Jack Bonham. Now I haven't seen much of Jack Bonham. Who is a ghost man? Um, um, it's just a ghost. Uh, um, Jack. I mean, looking just a go- I'm googling them as we go along, and to me, Jack Bonham. Uh, he 
I mean, he's a he's he's a salt of the earth lad, isn't he? He's, uh, he yeah, I think I think he's an electrician. I was going to say plumber. He's got a mm. <laughs> he's got a trade. Not to be not <laughs> not to be unkind, but he's got he's got a he's got a little bit of a a nose on him. He could have a cigarette in the rain. No problem about that. Um, so yeah, but but he looks like he just he clean he just does guttering. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also said that, he, that he's basically a tradesman, but he's like the butt yeah. of everyone's joke. Oh, like you know, what yeah, I mean? like yeah. you know, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know those videos that you see where it's like all the all the older lads like doing funny workplace. <laughs> so, so they've sent him out yeah. to get the bubble like, from a spirit level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. paint, all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, Sam Surridge. Mm. Let's get the picture of him up. Sam, so, oh no, I mean he looks like he works in finance. Incel. It's because he's got that 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 dusty blonde hair. He's he he. So his actual profession is he he teaches surfing like in in Devon somewhere. Yeah. But obviously that only is for like two maybe three <laughs> months of the year. So so in the other time. Oh, he's, he's you a seasonal him worker. working in in a tea room. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Him. I mean, he could. Do you know? No, I'm gonna be. I think he could be on Hollyoaks. So I'll just go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. I am um, the new lad who's moved to town. <laughs> I thought. I thought he'd be like a Falaraki holiday rap. You know the ones on the coaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys, get that pint down yet? Only if you want to. <laughs> the polite holiday yeah, rep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The least yeah. lady holiday rep you've ever met. Yeah. yeah. Just, just drink at your own pace, lads. <laughs> Have a lovely time. There's beaches. There's stuff to do in the daytime. Go, go look at the culture. <laughs> You'll forget her after a week anyway. Um, Leo Ossegard. I'm not answering oh. that on, on my fear for my own safety. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm not making a joke about him. Um, but on, on the on the basis of the picture when he signed for us, he is like he's at the next UFC event. Like he is a hundred percent cage fighter. The answer is whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I want job. I I get job. Um, uh, I I said it'd be a bouncer. I mean, like no trainers, uh, no hoodies. He, he 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 would cross the road to sort sort the the fight out at the club across the road. It's <laughs> just because he wants to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, I mean, if they were remaking Rocky Four, he would have the part that of of like even Ivan Drago, wouldn't he? He would be the big baddie that saw not Sylvester McCoy. That was the doctor. <laughs> Not Sylvester McCoy at Sylvester all. Sylvester Stallone. What's his name? Stallone. Stallone. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not imagine, Sylvester McCoy. Imagine, that's imagine a completely um, different Stallone as the Doctor, though. That would be something. I mean, that's the that's something I want to watch. Oh. <laughs> Bad. The, these guys could definitely be in like a Friends drama. Um, <laughs> ben, is the game going as, as well as you hoped? <laughs> yes. Better than I'd hoped. <laughs> You've actually all got answers. I thought this would be. I I've sat and thought about these, so uh, clearly you think on the fly. Better than I do. Um, 
Remain sires. Now, you've just said they could be on Friends together. Actually, Sawyer's absolutely, um, to me, reeks of someone who's like in one series of an American sitcom. Like they come in and they're actually a character for a bit. And then like maybe they're the love interest of one of the main characters and then that doesn't work out and then that's it. They they never come back. Like just the post-Michael Scott office seasons when they sort of just (laughs) bring a load of people in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's he's got he's got a he's got a handsome face for television, definitely. Oh, see, I I thought I'm not saying he has a face for radio, but I thought he'd be a radio DJ. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Um, um, yeah. based on his previous clubs, he would be in the band The White Stripes because he plays in White Stripes <laughs> all the time. There we go. Nice, nice. This is what people come to the Wizards for. Um, <laughs> D'Amico Dehaene. <laughs> Right, I need to actually. Uh, this will be the first time I've actually seen what he looks like, so this could be interesting. No, that is not him. He doesn't look very happy in that photo, does he? No, there's three of them, I think, that they posted. Not happy to be as. I mean, he might want to look up the other profession with how unhappy he looks. See, I'm getting bouncer vibes from this as well, and it's just because he's got his arms folded. But he's the he's the kind of shorter bouncer who's always stood next to the really <laughs> yeah. two massive dudes, uh, uh, and therefore thinks he 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 he's you know he's he's, he's hard. He's like Scrappy Doo. I I don't know what specifically, <laughs> but I can imagine he'd be at a trade show just trying to get you to invest in his business. It's unclear what now now what now the business said, is. It's a pyramid scheme. But it's just now you've not s- buying. Go away. <laughs> now you said. Now you. Now I've. Now you've said that, Dave. If you imagine him in that in his arms folded one, imagine him in a suit. He is a hundred percent one of the contestants on The Apprentice. Yes. Uh, yes. yes he is. <laughs> yeah. Um. I said children's TV presenter because actually in one oh, of his other photos he, looks, he does look yeah. quite happy. Um, yeah. I suppose you wouldn't be best pleased. If oh you yeah, were. he does. The second fiddle oh, to does. Tommy Smith. But there we go. Um. Last one. <laughs> Uh, Abdallah Seema. Oh, uh, did we do one for him? We didn't. We just posted one in his Prague thing, oh. and it's quite a. I suppose because he's quite a weird he, image. He looks like he has the I've longest the... neck in the world. He yes, <laughs> I he looks. I've got the I've got a picture of him in like a Prague top, and it's like a light blue one, mm. and he looks the happiest man in the world. So he looks like a, t- a kids TV presenter, uh. like. Yeah, he looks really happy. I mean, just because he's a Stoke striker who 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 is Senegalese, patisserie <laughs> shop owner. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mamma will get him in on an internship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. God, they're so young. Some of these players. I know. I know. Like when you said an internship, it's like, look how young he is. He definitely could be on an internship. <laughs> He's so young. I turned 26 this week. I, I'm pretty sure my football career is over. <laughs> I think I've got to let go. Oh, Ben. I'm sorry that the dream has yeah, died on this podcast. Down. It's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> seem to be... <laughs> I'll take the credit for Go, that. Getting for dragged sure. off after four minutes. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
dear me. Um, just because the pod's I... sort of dwindling out, it, this is definitely <laughs> going to be fun to talk about. And have we seen that it. Brazil, Argentina has been suspended because the uh, Brazilian health authorities have stormed onto the pitch to remove Emiliano Martinez, Giovanni de Celso, and Cristiano Romero for lying on their passenger locator forms? Uh, no, that's the most COVID thing if, I've ever seen. If you've lied to get into a country, just keep your head down. I don't think playing in <laughs> an international football match against Argentina, the the most watched thing in that country, if, if it was in America, you might have gotten away with it. Um, yeah, that that is extraordinary. Um, yes. Wow. Mm. Hey, that is, I mean, when you say they've stormed on the pitch, do you mean literally they have walked on? He's shown me a picture. They they've stormed. Oh, they onto the they pitch. literally are. Oh, they wow. literally stormed onto the pitch to remove them from the pitch. There's a picture of Neymar and Messi around. arguing with Brazilian health officials. It's <laughs> game's gone. Game's gone. Yeah. If you can't travel days... into the country, maybe with COVID and, and play an international match, what 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 can you do? Worst pitch invasion ever. <laughs> uh, joke, joke here, just just for Tom. Um, uh, Ab- Abdallah Seema, more like Abdallah. We need at least two spinners. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's been a good day's cricket. It's been a great day's cricket. It's. I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. <laughs> but that's. I, it's not. It's not. You know, if you want to start a cricket podcast, guys. Wizards of wickets. I don't know. <laughs> wickets, wickets of dribble. Of dribble. Yeah, wickets <laughs> of dribble. Oh no! <laughs> well, there you go. Um, you can have that. Yeah. If yeah, if one person listen says I would like your nonsense cricket podcast, then I'll do it, even if it's just me talking to myself, <laughs> just just in different voices. <laughs> You could get Tony on to do different voices as well, though we know how well his Billy McKinley was. So just do that. Just make it make it a radio make it a radio drama. No, but just say it's a cricket podcast, Dave. But then when people listen, it's actually just another radio drama. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Where's the oh god? Listen, oh, there's a new cricket podcast." And then it, <laughs> it was a cold, stormy night. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Anyway, is there anything else um, anyone would like to discuss? Ben, do you want to plug why, why, why? Even though everyone probably already knows about it anyway. Oh, do you want to tell us? Tell us about how much fun it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think all of us have had a relative amount of fun on it at some point. And um, to tell you what's great about it is that you use your sort of you try out a load of features on here. And if if it, if it turned out to be unlistable, you just don't use it. Why, why, why files? What other jobs would Stoke players have? Edition. Oh man, failed it. Pilot. Banked. Um, well, I mean, what have I done recently? Chris, I spoke to you. Uh, that went down very well. That was very we nice. We spoke for such a long time. <laughs> I mean, if anyone's listening and thinks this podcast has gone for too long, me and Chris, I think no word of a lie have put out three and a half hours worth of content <laughs> last week bloody joe oh, rogan that's... yeah <laughs> yeah that was it was the it's dan carlin's hardcore history but in stoke city format like it was 
I mean, I really loved it, Ben. Mm. I really had a really nice time. Um, but I mean, we even that's the stuff that was recorded. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a good a good hour and a half of non-recorded stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Dave wanted to assert his dominance on the Stoke City community um, by already have mate already trying have. to play my ridiculous quiz. Um, I guess if you want to see how how clever Dave actually is, you better go over there and have a check. Um, Tom's been on, I think, probably two years ago as well. Tony was on two years ago and also did a silly Christmas thing once. Um, <laughs> that was really silly. To- Hang on. Oh, Tony did a silly thing at Christmas. <laughs> That's not Never. like it. <laughs> That was a long podcast as well. They're all long podcasts, actually. Um, so if for some reason you 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 have extra time on top of listening to Wizards, then yeah, go go search for Stoke City Stories, I I guess. And the YYY file should pop up wherever you get your podcasts. That wasn't like a really awkward That was a really good advert. Thank you. That was a great... I loved it. I've not it sold was, it. it was, <laughs> no, you, well, you, you. I mean, you have because I mean, I'm sure everyone who has listened to this already knows about why, why, why. Uh, but for whatever reason, if you have, I don't know, not listened to it in a while, or heck, you just need reminding to go and. Oh yeah, now I need to listen to that this week. You definitely should. Um, and if you are already listening to it, then good for you. I hope you're having a nice time. Uh, Tom and Ben, are you going the game on Saturday? Yes. No. Oh. Tom's, you're not going, Tom? <laughs> no. Why? Plastic. Because uh, I hate Stoke and I'm a Brighton fan. How is Graham Potter doing? Uh, great. So, they've started doing this new thing, which is instead of just creating good XG, they create good XG and score the goals too. It's new, it's innovative. We'll see how it goes. Fucking load of ballot. Was that one of the voices you're trying out for the cricket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking load of bollocks. <laughs> Love footy. Nice. 8XG. If you don't like it, there's a door. <laughs> Better play. Nah. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being an XG racist because it angers Tom. <laughs> It's not real goals, is it? It's not. It's not even real gold. The only thing that matters is the score on the board. It's none of this funny passing. Sticking the fucking onion mate. bag. Table. Table never lies, apart from when it does. <laughs> um, anything else? Anything else for anyone? No, I've taken up no. way too much of your time. You haven't. You haven't, Ben. We could chat forever, but we won't take up any more of the people's listening's time that's what we'll do it for their benefit not ours <laughs> all right well in which case ben thank you for coming on um w- let's do this again sometime sooner yes than, than not um preferably may when we won the league oh, let's hope so let's hope so Love it. uh dave <laughs> i never said what year dave <laughs> ah fuck <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you've not wanted to burn any animals this week, so that's good. Um, <laughs> thanks. Ha- have a nice week, yes. These days, if you say you're English, they'll arrest you and throw you in jail. <laughs> and Tom, Tom, you have a nice week as well, yeah? Yeah, I will. England, remember, playing like a medium pacer. 
Right. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to the podcast. As always, we appreciate all of you listening and enjoying, or maybe just listening, <laughs> maybe less of the enjoying part. But there you go. That was our official roundup of transfers. Um, will it take like a poplar tree and grow firm roots or will it be like a poplar tree's seeds and be a fire hazard and burn everything to the ground <laughs> I don't know which one of those is a good one I can't believe Andrew Neil's being cancelled and you haven't Chris <laughs> <laughs> don't worry he can have this job if he likes uh, thank you for listening go on stone <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding my head up I'm not gonna cry Or tell them I need her And that without her I would die I'm not gonna argue They won't listen to me I'm just gonna stay right here Under the poplar trees